Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Welcome to Exploring Missions, connecting mission needs with those equipped by God to meet those needs across the world or across town. And now the host of Exploring Missions, Bert Harper. There are many reasons that I'm so proud to be a part of AFR, AFA, uh, because the difference that's being made on several levels. Uh, Many of you may know that we have the American Family Studios And uh, they have produced several uh, programs and and films that are are just awesome and great. But let me make a declaration from Bert Harper. The best has just arrived. (laughs) And uh, I am talking about the film project In His Image. You've been hearing about it on the radio, and we're just so excited about it. I got to see the preview just a few weeks ago, and I, I went away excited about what uh, can happen with truth. Uh, The truth sets people uh, free. And here on Exploring Missions, that's exactly what we want to do. We want people to be set free to know Christ Jesus, because in our own nature and in our own mind, uh, it's got to be transformed. Uh, And so today, we have two guests with us that has much to do with the film project In His Image, and it is Kendra White and M.D. Perkins. Guys, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having us on. And both of you have been on Exploring Missions before, and we appreciate you guys. And And you know one of the purposes of Exploring Missions is not only to help people to know how to get involved in the Great Commission, but also to let people know that here at AFR, AFA, that people are on mission for God here. And uh, that mission is very detailed. It's to make much of Jesus, to let truth be seen, to equip saints, and then finally to activate them to do something with what they've learned. You know, I found out if I learn something, but I don't do anything with it, it soon fades away. Have you experienced that, Kendra? Absolutely. You practice it and you put it to work. I mean, the, the Word of God talks about, you know, faith without works is dead. When we take what we know, it, knowledge puffs up, but when we apply it, that's how God intended it. <laughs> yeah. We're sponges that need to be wrung out. Absolutely. <laughs> MD, when I see in his image, and I, I know you were very involved in many of the others, uh, in his image, is there something do you feel very special about what God has done through this? Absolutely. I mean, this is a project. It's a documentary about gender and sexuality and what it means to be made in the image of God. And, um, you know, there's obviously that's a controversial topic in these days. And there's so many different ways that people are approaching it. Even within the church, there's a lot of confusion, a lot of questions that people are asking, a lot of uncertainty. But we wanted to remind people that the truth that we need is found in the Word of God. And so if we return there and we see what God has laid out there in Genesis 1, 2, and 3 especially, and then how that applies to some of the other passages regarding homosexuality, regarding uh, cross-dressing, transgenderism, and all those kinds of things, then we really see what God's intention and heart for mankind is, and we're motivated then to, to share that love and that truth with others. And God's purpose and God's reason is good for us. It is. To identify who God has made you, gender, 
how he's made you to to be involved in marriage with the opposite sex is good. It is. And and the others honestly are harmful. Yeah. Uh, they're harmful. God wants these for our good. And we don't have to change that around, and we don't have to apologize. Now, I think God's taught me, guys. Uh, now, I'm loud, <laughs> you know, when I <laughs> preach, and I'm loud on the radio, and sometimes people take my loudness as harshness. I hope it doesn't come across that way. But this this ministry, this film is to educate but also reach those that have believed a lie. And it comes across that way, Kendra. Absolutely. Praise God. Well, while we were making this, we we really prayed about, Lord, who is our target audience for this message? And um, Michael and I had a lot of conversations, and, and we really boiled down to that this issue is in the church. And so even though there are people that are sitting in pews maybe every Sunday, um, we realize they have deviated on this issue. And it, the answer to this issue really comes down to the gospel message. Yes. What does it mean to take up your cross and follow him and be a believer? What does yeah. it mean to put my feelings, my emotions, my desires, so, you know, underneath the authority of Christ and his word? And even though um, the issue of transgenderism or homosexuality might not apply to all believers, the idea of putting our needs and wants and feelings underneath Christ Christ is something that every Christian can relate to. And I I think a lot of people will find that this is presenting the gospel, not in a new way because it's it's the same old story, <laughs> same but it's, same, it's presenting the gospel in light of a cultural issue that will really hopefully pierce into a lot of hearts. I It shouldn't have surprised me that you guys would do it that way, knowing you. <laughs> but yet when I was through, I was pleased and a little bit overly surprised how clear, not how clear the gospel was, but how winsome it was for those that need to come out of these life choices that they've made and they've been entrapped in it. Mm-hmm. And and that that was, you guys, God, only God could do that. Right. And he did it through you. But I know it was purposeful. MD, when, when you when you started on this project, and I think I've shared, talked a little bit about this beforehand, uh, were you surprised at at the difficulty, or were you surprised with how it flowed? It took two years, mm-hmm. so there had to be a mm-hmm. lot of laborsome days and maybe even nights. And how to uh, when I preach a sermon and I and people say, "Well, you don't have to preach on it." Well, if you preach expositorily <laughs> through the Bible, you're going to preach on these things, yeah. and, and that way people don't. Let me just share those that are pastors and teachers. If you'll teach through the book of First and Second Corinthians, if you'll teach through the book of Romans, if you go mm-hmm. to the Old Testament, you're going to get on these things, but you learn mm-hmm. to do it with a passion of love, uh, and, and that's the heart of God. Yeah. But did you find it difficult, or was you surprised? Okay, it, it's flowing, or was it bo- back and forth? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to, to start out, I mean, the, the idea of this documentary was not something that Kendra and I, you know, this wasn't a passion project for us from, <laughs> right. the, from the beginning, you know, I mean, who wants to really wade into these waters? You know, there's so much, uh, there's so much there, and there's so much controversy, and you want to be clear, and you want to be helpful, and you know that God's Word is spoken clearly, but even there, you don't feel like you're the right one to do it. 
So it really took some enabling from from God and, of course, his providence in, in having uh, the ministry really want us to focus on this project to make us dig down and say, okay, Lord, well, what do you have for, what do you have to teach us here? And um, so there had to be that, that submission to, to God and his will and that willingness to see uh, what does, what do all these things really mean? And uh, what does it mean to follow God in these areas? And what does it mean to apply the scripture in this particular aspect? And, um, you know, the way that the, the project unfolded, um, you know, there was some uncertainty about how all of these pieces would fit <laughs> together because we knew we wanted personal testimony. We knew we wanted uh, the, the truth of, of God in, in Genesis 1, 2, and 3 to be really clear, you know, God made in his image. What does that mean? So we knew and we knew we wanted some medical, uh, s- some science aspects to be tied in with this. But it was really after we had um, in our in our filming, after we had interviewed Laura Perry, who's a, a former transgender man who who then through Christ's work in her own heart comes to accept her own born identity as 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 a woman as Laura and um it was it was through that interaction and meeting Stephen Black and some of these other testimonies where we came away from these times of filming and we realized wow this is the movie that we've been Wanting, we wanted it to be compassionate, and we wanted it to be clear. But you never really know if you can accomplish that. But once you, once you see that embodied in someone like Lars or Stevens or Denise's or Walt's mm-hmm. story, suddenly, like the expression of what does it mean to be rescued out of the pit and redeemed, mm-hmm. you can you can see that on their faces, you can hear it in their voices, and it just it embodies that that um, theological truth that we know the right answer to as Christians. But when you, when you see it and hear it in someone, I mean, that, that's part of the beauty of testimony. And so being able to, to be part of helping to present those stories was just so, it, it changed the way that we approached the documentary and it really made the movie that we were trying to make. That's you know, when I hear you say that, it makes me understand, uh, some of the people who are in the church, and that you know, you did that with that in mind. Why some of the people have become acceptance mm. of what God condemns, and they say, "Well, it's because of relationships." In mm. other words, they've got a nephew or they've got a niece that struggles with either homosexuality or transgenderism, and they're so nice and they love them so much, and they say, "We just want to love you," because and in that love. In place of, of looking at them to bring them to a truth, they l- let them s- keep on living this lie that they have believed from, from the Lord. It shows you the power of relationships, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we knew going into this film that um, that is most people, as you said, who um, believe Scripture and then end up changing their mind on this issue. It's not because they've been in the scripture and they all of a sudden think that they have this new revelation, it usually is a relationship that causes them to reinterpret scripture because they have to, because I have to accept my son or my daughter. And knowing that, um, we knew how important it was to lay a firm foundation of what does scripture say? And uh, that was the beginning place. That was, as some people would say, that was the jumping off place. Mm -hmm. That was where you started. And that, that, I, I just I keep your mind, but mm-hmm. I want to remind people: you want to see this film because it builds in the intensity. Mm-hmm. The Word of God is quick and powerful, so there it laid the very foundation, and then you bring the medical science into it and see what 
real science says there's have you ever heard the bible so-called science and real science you know right yeah. they brought the real science to it real science and the word of god will always agree wow. absolutely false science may not you know it, mm-hmm. it goes out but you built on that Amen. and you brought that to it so starting with genesis and even looking at romans and and first corinthians 6 9 through 11 when it gives paul was writing the corinthian church that had wavered in their what they were accepting and not accepting they were accepting this guy who was probably in leadership uh, and he was living a double life. And when they found it out, they said, oh, that's all right. We love you. Keep on living that life. And Paul called to him and says, no, no, that's wrong. You're to love them, but you're not to hold them up and say that's okay. And in 1 Corinthians 9, 11, it gives that whole list, adulterers, and one of them is fornicators and then homosexuals. But in verse 11, it says, and such were mm-hmm. some of you, were God changes lives, right. and and you guys built that up so well to to finally the testimonies that it those of us who were watching we were ready for it. Said <laughs> okay, you've given us the the platform for change, and now you're given the experience of change. It's so enticing when you see the transformative power of the gospel at work in a human being's life. I mean, Michael, you really eloquently talked about Laura and what that did for us as Mm -hmm. filmmakers when we heard her story. And I think in a culture where we are so focused on transformation, I mean, we have all these TLC programs about, here, let's take this awful house and look at what we turn it into. Let's take this old nasty pillow and make it into this. I think what attracts some people to the transgender lifestyle is the idea that they don't like their life right now and there's pain and it hurts and maybe I can change it into something else. So in a culture that craves transformation, how about pointing them to the transformative work of Christ alive in you? And when you see Laura and when you see Walt Heyer, he's another testimony in the film, or Stephen Black, and you hear them talk about what their life was before Christ and then the painful journey that they went through to, to coming to faith in, in him and, and you see who they are now. It's just beautiful. And so many people have been weeping when they've heard these testimonies. And it's like culture is trained to not argue with your experience, you know? <laughs> and so it's like, well, what can you say? This is her experience. You know, this yeah. was Walt's experience. He felt uncomfortable and, you know, had suicidal thoughts. And then, but God, you know, Amen. you can't argue with that. Yeah, we you know exploring the word. The other program that mm-hmm. I do, uh, we're getting in while we're taping this. We're studying Matthew seventeen, which okay. is you know the transfiguration, mm. and of course they see Elijah and Moses. But the thing in there was only Jesus, mm. only Jesus. Amen. The the law could do certain things, the prophets could do certain things, but only Jesus brings that transformative power into it. Absolutely. And, and these lives have been transformed. And and that was the message you guys are giving. You're yes, you're equipping you're equipping the saints. I agree with that. But man, those that are out there struggling with it, this film there's no doubt in my mind it would give them hope, MD. Well, that's what I hope. I mean, we we wanted them to see that there is real transformative power out there, that it isn't just finding the right nuance for yourself or this somehow this this authentic just living into your, your thoughts, feelings, and desires, that actually because because we're made in God's image that we can be beyond just those those sinful proclivities that we have, that we can actually 
choose to obey God. We can choose to say no to self. We can choose to grow in righteousness. We can submit ourselves to the Lord. And so I hope that it is a, a relevant message and really impacts people who who are struggling with their own thoughts and and self-identity because, I mean, the message of the cross is one of come and die. Right. I mean, we... Every Christian, every person who's bowed the knee to Christ, there is a taking up their own cross. There is a submitting your own life, your own desires and feelings, whatever you think your life should be, you're submitting that to the will and the reign of Jesus Christ as Lord. And so that's not just a message for people who have these same-sex attractions or they think they were born in the wrong body or whatever. This is a message for every single person. Every single person on planet Earth is going to bow the knee to Christ. We hope you're doing it out of love and, and acceptance now rather than on the day of judgment you when bet. you're going to be doing it in a, in a different context. You're listening to Exploring Missions, and we're interviewing Kendra White and M.B. Perkins there with American Family Studios, which is a part of American Family Association. And the, the documentary that we're talking about is In His Image. And I want to tell you something that helped, helped me. Uh, there's... I, th- I think all of us have certain sins that we understand how people could easily step into that and be overtaken. Mm-hmm. And then there's those that say, man, I don't understand that. I don't get that. But hearing these testimonies helped me personally to understand what some of the people that in homosexuality and transgenderism the struggles they went through before they gave in to the lie. It wrecked me, honestly, making it, hearing these stories, because I, you know, as Christians, we're supposed to be known by our love. Um, And so I think with a lot of Christians, what they struggle with is I want to love the LGBT people, but how do I wrestle with also what God's word says? But I, I think it's actually really simple. (laughs) You know, you, you just have to present them the truth and love, but often before you can get to presenting truth, you have to see them. You have to see them as human beings. You have to listen to them, listen to their stories. And as we interviewed these individuals, the thing that was the most in common was the abuse. And um, we, we several of the of the testimonies that we interviewed, they actually are people that have ministries dealing with people that struggle with these. And like Stephen Black, he's been dealing with this for over thirty plus years. Walt Heyer, he's been dealing with it for as as long just equally as long. And all of them have said that abuse is such a common factor. They said if it's if it's not physical, usually it's a physical sexual abuse. Um, sometimes it's an emotional abuse, but there's always something linked to the childhood that is foundational. And, and when you hear these stories, it is just gut-wrenching what some of these human beings have had to endure. And it, it makes you think, well, no wonder. No wonder they are struggling with their personal identity. Mm. They have been deeply wronged um, in their childhood. And and what's crazy is a lot of, if you talk to a lot of LG people, um, LGBTQ people today, they don't recognize that connection. And mm-hmm. so some of these ministries, what they're helpful in doing is, is going back, okay, well, when did these feelings and desires start? Let's see if we can trace back to something that might've happened. And as they start talking to somebody and they're in a safe environment, these things come up and they're 
able to help deal with the psychological trauma that they've Mm -hmm. dealt with. And so as Christians, I think it's so important for us to understand, to have God's heart for the LGBTQ community. These are um, children of God that he wants in his kingdom. um, And and we need to to have God's heart. (laughs) Yeah, I I agree with you. And I think the distinctive, you're talking about how people, okay, they want to stand with God, but they don't, so they don't, don't want to separate. They don't, don't want to be mean. Uh, separate the agenda mm-hmm. from the person, mm-hmm. and and a lot of the people who are angry and vocal and proud, you know, uh, they've had that abuse, yeah. but they've got an agenda. But there's a lot of folks who are struggling beyond measure, and when they hear us whoever it is, quote, condemn uh, the homosexual, uh, mm-hmm. many times we're really focusing here at AFR on the agenda, and, and it's hard to do to balance that. Yes, we want to speak the truth about the agenda, how wrong it is, how defective it is, uh, but we at the same time want to help that person who is struggling. Yeah. And, and in his image, uh, from American <laughs> Family <laughs> Association, yeah. you know, who's... Mm-hmm. Southern Poverty Law Center says it's a hate group. In his image is so filled with love for people who have been mistreated, abused, and have believed a lie and looked for happiness behind the wrong door. Right. That's been one of the great delights of this project, mm-hmm. honestly, is surprising people for what they thought AFA was going to say. And I think anyone that watches this film is going to see that compassion. That's been the one note from pre-screenings of people who have seen it. Yeah. They've said this is so compassionate. And and if, if you're listening to this and you think AFA is a hate group, I challenge you. The film will be, will be for free on October 20th. You don't even have to pay a cent to watch it. We want you to go to inhisimage.movie and watch it. And tell us if there's anything in it that, that you think is hateful. I, I, it doesn't surprise me because I've been connected with this ministry yeah. for half of my life. Right. You know that. And, uh, I, you know, some of us are louder and boisterous, and sometimes it's, you know. So I'm proud that MD and Kendra are, are behind this because you're, you guys have, you, you not only have truth, but you have compassion. And in this film, MD, the truth, speaking the truth in love really happened. Yeah, well, thank you. That's That was definitely the goal from the beginning. I mean, like you said, it's it's hard sometimes to hold both things in, in, in your hand. You know, how do you have compassion for individuals, and yet how do you stand against this this godless ideology and this political push and this agenda that really, frankly, is motivating so many people to stay where they are and to not seek hope to not seek restoration, to not seek healing in any any kind of sizable form. So, you know, it, it was a wrestling to kind of come to how do we speak both things at the same time? And uh, I, I, honestly, I think we, we were able to find it, but not just because we're great people. Honestly, Bert, like we, this whole project was covered in prayers mm-hmm. 
and submitting ourselves to the Lord. Uh, there was a prayer group that was meeting twice a week here at, at AFA, praying over the project, praying over specific needs, praying for the way that this would go forward, the way that people would receive it, the way that we would manage uh, all of the various ideas that we wanted to get across and communicate. So, I mean, we don't hold it up because we're great filmmakers who just somehow got it right or we're so clever or whatever. It's really, this is the Lord's work, we believe, that we've submitted ourselves to him. We've we've presented what God wanted us to, and uh, we trust that those who watch it will be impacted in that way. We do as well. When the spirit of Christ dwells in you as a believer, that, oh, how do I do, how do I do it? The truth and in love, that balance is Mm -hmm. not a problem because this was not a problem for Jesus. You look at his ministry, (laughs) he spoke truth. Like, look at some things he said to the Pharisees. He was not afraid to offend people. Right, woe to you, guys. (laughs) You know, he was not afraid to call sin, sin and to call out people. But yet you also see he he spoke to tax collectors and sinners and ate with them in their home. And he, you know, he cared about the the woman with the issue of of blood that everybody else says one is untouched according to their customs, you know, and so we see this beautiful balance and balance isn't even the right word. Jesus yeah. is truth and he is love. Right. So there's no, oh, I got to sacrifice one for the other. He is a hundred percent both. And that's only in Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really, there is no other way, only Jesus, but God. Yes. And that's the only way those lives are changed and they're changed for eternity. Amen. And that's the reason I love First Corinthians 6, 11 and such were some of you. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say are. It says well, were. And and connected to that scripture, I think, is the clue for us as believers how to reach the LGBTQ community. Because when we can identify that I was a were, <laughs> you know, I might not be able to identify to that specific sin. But if I take a long look at that list or any list of sins, I'm a sinner. I'm condemned to hell. And so when I can speak to them from my own personal experience of how Christ has set me free from my own sinful desires, um, that's all of a sudden relatable. And I think that's important for believers. Well, let's, we're coming close to the end, and we want to give again how people can view this. And let me say this. Pastoring for as many years as I have and did, uh, I would watch it. And then I would say, you know what? Our whole church needs to see this. So after they view that, the possibility of it becoming available for viewing to others is going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And so you can find more information at inhisimage.movie. Currently, we have a, a sneak peek which is a 20-minute behind-the-scenes. It shows some clips from the movie. It shows some interviews with Kendra and myself and Austin, the other producer on the project, just talking about why we made it and uh, our heart behind it. And then, as Kendra mentioned, in October, through that website, we're hoping to uh, to screen the movie. They are free for the public. So you just go to that website, and you'll be able to watch the movie in October. October the 20th. That's right. And and I that is the place and mark it on your calendar. Go and and see this and and ask and pray. Lord, use it. We we right now we're praying those people that are on mission for God would not just see this as something trying to 
to educate f- people. Yes, we want to do that. We want to help the church, but it's also reaching people for the gospel with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We've already had people writing and emailing us saying um, that they have just from the pre-show their heart has been stirred. We have parents whose children are dealing with this. Um, people are so eager to hear the truth that there is hope on this topic, and this will be a tool that you'll want to have your family watch again and again, so that you are equipped to help people that are hurting. That's exactly right. You've been listening to Kendra White and M.D. Perkins there with American Family Studios, and we've been talking about the documentary film In His Image. It's amazing (laughs) that we were made in his image. I just, that just gets you guys. Mm. Thank you for bringing the reality to that, not just to those who are in this table, But those who are struggling with homosexuality, they're struggling with transgenderism, God has given them hope, and that hope is in Christ. Thank you guys again for being with us. Thank you for listening to Exploring Missions. We pray that you'd be on mission for God. And remember, the film, In His Image, October the 20th, inhisimage.movie.